Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Rant, Rave, and Read with me. My name is Tessa, and I'll be your host, and this week's book is The Casanova by T.L. Swan. Okay, so this is a enemies to lovers book, if I was going to classify it. Our hero's name is Elliot, trigger warning for swearing because he is a dumbass. Um, our heroine's name is Kat, uh, Kate or Catherine, and um, they hate each other. Like, they absolutely hate each other. They've hated each other since um, Elliot took over her where like her her job where she was working and he's the CEO and she's an IT specialist and they got off onto the wrong foot because she commented about his eyes being beautiful and he hit her back with like he doesn't like uh doesn't like people uh being unprofessional in the workplace essentially okay but and that in itself is not really that big of a deal but he is like he's just an asshole like they hate each other like he gets under her skin and she doesn't take a shit she just throws it right back at him right so he doesn't think she doesn't she dump she dresses frumpy i guess i should say so he doesn't think she's attractive she thinks she she thinks she's a bitch he thinks very unflattering things about her like but he she thinks honestly the same well one day he's like i guess looking through security footage and he sees this chick dancing and her hair's up in a ponytail she's wearing this netball outfit um like it's tight red netball dress and she's just dancing around to the song and stuff and he's all like who is this chick and he starts getting like turned on and he's like completely flabbergasted and he realizes that it's Catherine and that starts his obsession with her that he doesn't want to have okay so Catherine um has a flatmate named Rebecca and then they end up getting a third one named Daniel Daniel is a professional shopper slash designer dresser person and he convinces um Kate to let him give her a makeover so she gets a makeover and um they go out to an art studio where Elliot sees her and is like holy crap like she's hot right okay well Daniel convinces not even convinces he makes a dating profile for Kate and Kate decides she's just going to be do as the joke and she just like makes it this like totally fake profile named and she names it pinky pinky larue and she just like everything that like you can tell it's a joke anyways well at a bar elliot's brother was like trolling on the dating site and he found out that someone has stole elliot's picture (laughs) was like trying to get women So he reports it, but instead, like, he decides to make his own profile, and he makes his own profile, and he sees Pinky LaRue's name, and so he's like, oh, this is, this woman's fucking ridiculous, like, no one's gonna ever hit on her, whatever, so they start talking, and they get this friendship going on, where they're kind of just giving each other shit, they don't know, they don't know it's each other, right? Okay, so, they're still hating each other, whatever, um, well, Kate has endometriosis and like she just went to the doctor. The doctor gave her this new pain pill that she's supposed to take on her first day of her period. And she had a really bad side effect and she passed out at work. Well, Elliot doing his stalking thing through the security camera sees that she's not moving. And so he freaks out, goes downstairs, makes this like 911 frantic call where he's like threatening this 911 operator's job because they're not coming to help him. And they're telling him that she's fine, that she's just having an adverse reaction, she needs to sleep it off. Okay, so he takes her home. Well, you don't know this at the time, but she confesses to him all about Edgar Moffat and that she's been talking to this guy, okay? So, he knows that Pinky Larue is Kate now, 
but Kate doesn't know that it's Elliot. So then the next day, he ends up texting her or messaging her off of, you know, the dating website and he name drops Kate. So now Kate knows that it's Elliot. So they're still talking. She really likes Edgar. She still thinks Elliot's just a dick. Well, Elliot's making it pretty known that he wants to have sex with her. Like he's coming on pretty hard about it, like pretty hard. And Kate doesn't know if she just wants to be like another notch on his bedpost or not and stuff. And then she finally decides, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. So they start talking and he goes away in New York and uh, for the holidays. And he comes back early. They go out to dinner. They go to this private restaurant where he has this thing where like he makes the girl go in first and then he goes around to their private dining room um, because he doesn't want to be photographed with them because he feels like he doesn't want his privacy invaded, I guess. So it makes her feel kind of like ashamed, I guess. And they go in there, they have some, they end up fooling around in this private dining area. And she wonders to herself, like, how often does he do this? They end up having, um, sex that night. And then he asks her to go away with him because he's, um, gonna be... Because they have seven days. He came back from New York early. So they have seven days before they have to go back to the office. So she goes on vacation too. While they're on vacation. They end up getting closer. And they're having a good time. And they end up really liking each other. And he keeps on telling her that it's only for the week and stuff. Or that they're casual. But they can't see other people. While they're like they're friends with benefits. But they can't see other people. Um, Kate's already realizing that she wants more. Elliot's really confused because he did not think he he figured that he would get her out of his system but he never thought she would be someone he actually wanted to be with so at this point you're not really that pissed at Elliot because you doing that many messed up things right so they get back and he starts being distant and cold but she doesn't want to come off as clingy so she you know they he drops her off at the house he goes home and then the next day at office he just starts snapping at her and being like a total asshole and then she and he actually tells her like don't fucking look at me like that and so she's just like, what the hell, right? Well, then the next day, now remember, he said that they were still continuing their their casual friends with benefits. But if they're doing that, they can't be sleeping with other people. And on this vacation, the last day there, like they had, they actually slept together without protection because, and he's never done that. He said that he's never done that before, but he wanted to do it with her. And she kept on telling him no. And then they had this really great day where he like did all these sweet things and stuff. So she said yes. So she, so. All of a sudden, her roommate, Daniel, brings her this paper, and it's at this, um, and it's a picture of him with this German model, all right? And the thing with Elliot is, is, like, he's this dreamer, and he wants extraordinary, and he doesn't settle for ordinary. It's, like, this whole, like, running theme through this book, and Kate's apparently ordinary, right? So, she's obviously instantly pissed, because she's thinking, you can just ghost me. You don't even have the balls to tell me you don't want to sleep with me anymore. Like, what is this shit? right next day at office instead of just being like oh let me talk to you or anything like that he's just like it's not what it looks like I just gave her a ride home what was I supposed to do just let her walk and it's like yeah dude you probably should have but anyways so she's just done right well then again Elliot messages her on the dating website as Edgar but she doesn't know that he knows it's her right and he's like pretty much like bitching about Kate saying that he hasn't played games and all this crap. And I'm just like, I'm a little annoyed, like, reading this as Kate is reading this. But then he says something about that 
he kind of fell for her or something like that, but he's not going to do, or there's something about her, but he's not going to play her games. So then she automatically gets like this like hopeful feeling thinking, oh, he's just scared. And I'm just like, no, he's, he's still being a dick. Like what, what's going on right now? Don't like, don't back down. What? Anyways. So he's going to this art show, right? And so Daniel has, Daniel has to go to art show, her flatmate. So she says, I'll go with you. Just like dress me up, whatever. But she's going with like Valterior motive to make him jealous, right? So it works. He sees her there, gets super pissed. And then that's where they pretty much have it out. And she says, you know, if you want to do this, we can do this. But you don't get to treat me like shit. I'm not going to sit there and just take your crap. And that's the start of their non-non-relationship. So they start spending like, like they start spending every day together. Like she doesn't spend a night apart. Um, so they are, they are a couple. And they don't have the name, like, the label, but they are a couple. Like, for crying out loud, she starts her period, and, like, it's horrible. And, like, she goes home, and he comes and picks her up and takes her back to his house to take care of her, gets her a doctor's appointment. They are a couple. So everything is going good. They're very happy. And then they have to go out to this banquet thing for Miles Media, which is, you know, his company. And she says she doesn't really want to go because she hates going out to these things where she has to pretend they're not together, that they're not there as a date. And he's like, oh, well, we'll go wherever you want to go afterwards, you know, blah, 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 blah. So she gets out. She goes through. Um, they're supposed to be seated next to each other, but this guy sees her and he, like, switches name tags. And is like, oh, I'm going to sit with her. Ellie gets there. This guy starts flirting with her. She kind of talks to him, but then, like, he just keeps on getting really, he's getting very heavy-headed with it. And she's getting, like, very uncomfortable and is exhausting. And she's, like, trying to, like, fend off his, his um, advances and stuff. So it's very obvious that she's not welcoming his advances and stuff and Ellie's getting pissed well who shows up but that German model right and he starts flirting with her in German and then he goes off and he starts slow dancing with her two dances and then takes her to get a drink because he's gonna show her right well um Kate's not having this she's like you know what fuck you like whatever I am out and she leaves so he follows her starts yelling at her about like flirting and all this other crap and then she pretty much tells him that he needs to grow up she gets in the car with like, he forces her in the car with, um, his driver, and he threatens the driver, like, if you do not turn me around right now, I will file kidnapping charges against you, so Andrew, his driver, is like, oh, I'm messing with this woman, so he takes her home, and then she pretty much tells Elliot, you know what, I'm tired of being treated like your unpaid prostitute, if I'm not good enough to be seen in public with you, then I'm not good enough to be seen in private with you, and she leaves, he's pissed, and then it goes instantly to his point of view, where he's, like, thinking, I've I, he said, literally thinks I fucked up bad. Like, oh my God, I messed up bad. And he said that he got jealous. And it was like his whole, his whole mindset was so messed up because he's thinking like, oh, I got jealous because this guy was flirting with her. Not that she's returning his advances, but this guy was flirting with her. And it's like, what is, what was she supposed to do and stuff? So he ends up knowing that like, Kate doesn't take his crap. She's stubborn and she's not going to back down. So he thinks, okay, well, I will um get her flowers I have to apologize if I'm gonna be with her so he gets her flowers like yes but he buy her four dozen roses and sends them he calls her after they get delivered and they're talking and he's she just says something he goes like why didn't you say you had a boyfriend and she goes because I don't have a boyfriend he goes well maybe you do have a boyfriend and she goes well maybe my boyfriend's an idiot and that's kind of like their banter the way there is and so that's how they end up getting labels so as you pretty tell she goes I swear to god Elliot you ever do this to me again I will kill you pretty much is what she's telling him and he's just like I'm sorry like I messed up it won't happen and then he kind of jokes because that's just what he does okay 
Well, a running theme in this, like a little backstory in this, is that, like I said, Elliot's a dreamer. He wants someone extraordinary. He believes in fate, okay? He's obsessed with this woman's paintings, okay? Um, named Harriet Blotcher. And she th he thinks she's this 90-year-old woman or something. And he's, like, collecting all her paintings because he feels drawn to them. There's something about them that he's drawn to. So I need everybody to remember that because it's a very important part, okay? And also just the way that his mind works. All right. Anyways. So, like I said, their boyfriend, girlfriend, they got that all settled. Um, she's pretty much living at Elliot's house that he has called Enchanted Farms. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, this guy wants the fairy tale. And he has, like, it's kind of funny. He has, like, a range of animals that he wasn't supposed to have. But um, it was part of his, I guess, signing of sale he and so like uh kate convinces him to keep him because the old lady was like telling him about how like she had these animals with her with her husband and that she lived on this farm for 60 plus years and all the stuff so anyways yeah so paintings remember that well he wants he's going next thing that's going on is they're going to new york because it's his birthday and he wants her to go and he didn't tell her but he wants to meet her his to meet her to meet his family all right so she meets his mom. They have this great weekend. All this stuff. Well, what happens except <gasps> he gets a text message from his private investigator that's finding the Harriet Blotcher woman that he wants to meet because he feels so connected to her paintings. But she's not a 90-year-old woman, guys. She's a 29-year-old beautiful woman that he's seen at these painting auctions but that he just never had a chance to talk to. So what should he do? Should he stay with Kate, who he's completely happy with or in love, or should he go meet this artist? that this private investigator set up for him to meet right okay so kate has told him that she loved him in his in her sleep mumbled it right so he goes and meets his brothers because he's freaking out and he's all like what do i do two of his brothers pretty much tell him don't be a freaking idiot you're with kate kate loves you chris who works with him his brother is like it's a freaking miracle that she even wants to be with you like don't don't fuck this up and then the other one's like well you'll you'll always wonder right Okay, so this this is where you start to get really pissed at Elliot. Uh, Elliot, like you probably were pissed at him about the model thing, but you get really really pissed at him because he's a chicken shit. Okay, so he's talking to Kate as Pinky. He's acting really cold and distant since they got back. Like this is the first night they've spent apart, and she's like, what, what, she knows something's going on, but she doesn't know what it is. And she finally gets a message from Edgar Moffat saying that. He's happy with Kate in this whole blow moan saga, but they found that the Hillary Bolcher, Blotcher, whatever lady, and that. What if what if this is his chance? What if this is his person he's supposed to be with? So she's absolutely devastated. She's heartbroken. She's like crying, bawling her eyes out. And so she pretty much tells him that you should follow your heart. And she he goes, Well, I don't want to go hurt Kate. And she said, and she just says, You need to follow your heart. Okay. You know. She's not telling him to go. She's not telling him to stay. She's saying, follow your heart. Okay, this dude shows up, sleeps with her, and then tells her that he needs to go to France on a trip. He doesn't even have the balls to tell her that he's going to see his artist. Like, he tells Pinky, so he knows that she knows, but, like, she doesn't know how to, like, you know, she's not, she feels like she's not supposed to know. Yeah, so he goes. So he goes and he goes to the same private dining type area and he meets this woman and he instantly, I guess, has regrets. But we don't really see that on page. 
except that he knows he shouldn't be there keep thinking about kate well kate back home is like completely devastated she puts in her notice she's like you know forget this like she's completely heartbroken well elliot's still gone that whole week he and then he finally comes back and she's sitting at um a coffee shop and he messages her as edgar and says that she is and she goes how to go with your artist because she decided that after this she's cutting him off because he hasn't contacted her all during this week and she had held out hope that if what they had was special he would call her and he never did so she figures he's like balls deep in his artist right well you find out um well sorry you don't find out so anyways he pretty much messages her that they're that he made that there was nothing with the artist that he loves kate that he loves kate and that he pretty um pretty much confesses that he knows that it's her he's like i love you i love you kate and then that's when she realizes like and then he says something about her chocolate muffin in front of her well she sees her and he thinks that like what these sweet words are just gonna win her back right so she's freaking pissed she's pissed she's heartbroken she's like fuck you and so he's trying to talk to her and they're having it out and he's like she's like what you think that you can just come here and i'll just take you back she's like i'm no one's second choice i am no one's second choice and so he ends up like attacking a paparazzi dude gets arrested and he realizes that he's like messed up he's in jail his brother has to come get him kate's over at our house crying she ends up getting stuck at his house because the paparazzi are everywhere and so to save daniel her flatmate who the media has dubbed her boyfriend that she's cheating on with with elliot she goes to elliot's house so they're sitting there talking and he just says this heartbreaking thing to her where he tells her she's like so you met her he goes nothing happened there was no chemistry she goes but what, what if there was chemistry and he she goes well she wasn't you and like so he's not really answering the question and then he's like so the, if you were only there for a day where were you he goes well i had to get my mind wrapped around it and she's like your mind wrapped around falling for somebody somebody ordinary and then he says and she's like just absolutely heartbroken by this and he says that she he needs to know if it was really love between them or if it was just like lust and physical because they hate each other for so long and like she had to have doubts and in her mind she's thinking no i didn't but she says yes and and her mind's like, like you know she's just heartbroken absolutely devastated right because she ends up thinking and like in her mind you know she stays the night there he like tries to have sex with her she says that she's too emotionally exhausted to deal with it like to like be intimate and but in her mind she's thinking you know he might be settling for me but i wanted the fairy tale you know i wanted that happily ever after so she sneaks out because she had this whole plan like when andrew snuck her out of her house you know to because of the media she had actually had him drop off her suitcase at her brother's house so she already had this like whole thing planned she was leaving this she was leaving london and so she snuck out of elliot's house and got on a plane to go to honolulu okay so he goes to her brother's house her brother's like you're too late you freaking idiot like you should have thought about he's like well i love her she's like you should have thought about that before you for you know you spent a week in an artist's bed and then she's like you know where is she and so he doesn't know where she's going and he's absolutely devastated he's having like a pan attack he's going to the airport he's running to the terminal he doesn't know where he's supposed like what terminal she's supposed to go to. he's just running through all of them and then he sees her board a plane but they won't let her go get him all right okay so he figures out where she is he calls and he says find out where she like you know find out her house okay so he knows he's messed up he is filled with remorse and regret like 
he kept on telling her, I needed to know you told me to go. And she goes, I didn't tell you to go. I told you to follow your heart. And that's a big thing. She never told him to go. She said, follow your heart. Okay. So he knows he messed up. He knows that he never should have went. He wished he never did. He loves her so much, you know, whatever. Well, so he starts, it's pretty sweet. He starts writing her these love letters to her house in Honolulu or Hawaii or I don't know one of the, he she's in Hawaii somewhere and uh in every single one he he sends a little vial of his aftershave and it says like to get the full effect spritz this with my with spritz this on the paper and it says on the the tag says Elliot uh, Miles love potion so every single letter he sends her like is that and it's just like little funny letters and saying that he loves her and that he misses her and all this kind of stuff okay so he does this for two months um because she's there and she's and you find out that Kate used to paint and that she's painting and she's doing um and she's just learning to be happy again because her parents had passed away seven years ago and like she never felt like she got out of the grieving stage, I guess. And she felt like that with Elliot, that she was starting to be her old self. So she's starting to be happy on her own. So she's in Hulu. I keep saying Hulu, but I don't think that's right, you guys. But she's in Hawaii. <laughs> Anyways. So she's there. She's getting to know herself. Well, Elliot feels like he's missing something. So he goes to talk to her brother again. Where you find, he sees this picture. And it's of her, her brother, and her sister, Eleanor. Eleanor is her sister. She's just a massive bitch who is obsessed with money. Um, she cleared out their parents' house without telling them, got rid of everything. It was just a big old, whole ordeal, right? Okay. Well, Elliot sees that picture, and she's like, Eleanor's Harriet. And so he takes a picture. He sends one of his prized paintings to Brad, a picture of it, and asks him to ask Kate if he, if she painted that or whatever and she's like oh that's a brat blast from the past yeah that like I did paint that I can't believe mom kept it or something like that so that's when he figured out that the paintings that he was obsessed with that he sees something in that he feels like he's supposed to be with that's really Kate all right he goes to um Hawaii because he figured two months is enough and like he doesn't want her to get over so she sees him um he they start talking she tells him about um he tells her about how her sister's stealing the paintings stole her paintings, passed them off on her, and that, um, used a pseudonym so that he, she wouldn't get caught. And that's why she got rid of all of her parents' stuff and did all that before Brad and Kate could find out. So, Elliot presses charges because, I mean, she took him for his money and lied about it. And, um, it ends with them, like, she forgives him, he apologizes, it ends with them coming back, getting married, and yay, they live happily ever after. Okay, so I do like this book. I get like, I have mixed feelings about the artist part, okay? Because it's like, okay, she didn't need to be the artist in those paintings. Like, she didn't need to be the artist that painted those paintings, I don't think. I felt like that was too convenient. Um, the fact that he like just up and left his girlfriend because I just, like, that just, just blows my mind. It just pisses me off. Because it just makes you feel kind of like she's second best because it's like, what if there was a connection with that woman who ended up being her sister that he didn't know was her sister? I mean, I think I'm with like Kate on this one where she said that like if he would have come back the next day and said that he made a mistake and like saw her and realized like, no, I love Kate. I want to be with Kate. It would have been different. But he like had to take a week to wrap his mind around the fact that he was in love with somebody who apparently wasn't extraordinary. But now that she's 
the painting person is extraordinary but it's like you could take into consideration like they never should have actually met on the dating site like he's all about fate and all these things about them being fated and like coincidentally running into each other or having things in common or like the dating website like all those things like he doesn't take those into account it's all about this painting so it just that rubs me the wrong way a little bit I would have think I think I would have preferred if he would have just went there saw the artist and been like nah I I totally messed up I gotta get my woman back like I think I would have liked it more that way than the way it went I still like the book um I gave it four stars and I would I mean I bought it when it was on sale so I mean, I must have liked it. But yeah, that was that's my only qual- like qualm with it. Like, I just have an issue with that. I felt like I, it's just, uh, I don't know. I just didn't like it, I guess. I think I would have preferred it if he realized he loved Kate and realized that she was extraordinary to him because he loved her and that she was his soulmate without the painting being tied into it, I think, would have made me happier. But yeah, so that is The Casanova by T.L. Swan. Next week's book is actually one I just reviewed it's called The Deepest Side by Naomi Mush Mush I don't know I'm probably saying her name wrong yeah so that you guys are in for a treat with that one (laughs) um if you haven't noticed um I do have a giveaway going on or a gift away going on on my Facebook page because it's Rant Raven Read With Me's one year anniversary um I'm giving away one um Amazon gift card to one lucky listener so go ahead over there and um enter and until next time i will see you later